Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
These are the only ones who are expecting Jesus of Nazareth to pass away. Those of you, come, come, let me pray for you. Come, come. Why are you coming? Why are you praying? You are blessed. 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 Mighty works are happening in Jesus' name. You are blessed. You are blessed. Okay, now you can take your seats. Now you can take your seats. Hey! You see, now I understand why, Pastor Bellings, I understand why he could not do many mighty works. Then where he was honored, then he did mighty works. Wow. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. All those who honored because of the anointing. You are living here with blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. He says, something good is coming my way. Wow. Amen. Well, good to see you again. And good to be in church. And I believe that God is coming away powerfully. And um, God has come through for us. Amen. Wonderful. I want us to turn our Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 4. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 4. And very powerful scripture here. We'll read it and we'll go on. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 4. It says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, hallelujah, are not carnal, but mighty, hallelujah, mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So as Christians, we have weapons that we are fighting with. And our fight, the Bible said that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You get it? Our fight our struggle is not against flesh and blood. 
The Bible makes us aware of the things we are fighting against. Principalities. Hallelujah. Powers. Beings without bodies. Can you imagine? One day I was watching a film. And then the thing is about, I think about ninja film. And the man was sitting, standing there physically. He doesn't have any training in ninja or ninjarism. So, and then this ninja will disappear and hit him. And the, uh, disappear, hit him, and then disappear again. It's like the, the person couldn't see what was hitting him. But things were hitting him. Then he remembered what his shifo taught him. Shifo is a teacher. Yeah. So remember what he did is a kind of a tough or a kind of um, jack, as they call it in the Accra, killer, they call it in the Kumasi, and they call it tough. So he was a kind of jack or killer or tough. So he was there, they remembered what his shifo taught him. So he, he, he became very quiet and started meditating. Then he was like this. Then immediately he could sense the ninja coming. So as soon as the ninja appeared, then he also gave a, gave a kick. Pa! And he was able to defeat the ninja. Hey! So he needed something extra to know what was hitting him. Something extra. Because what was happening was not normal. Hallelujah. And for many of you, what is happening is not normal. You need something extra to understand what is happening to you and even to engage in the fight. Can you imagine I'm fighting with somebody you can't see and he has a red robe? Do you know a red robe? Bah! Then the person disappears. You can't see the person. Hey, if I was a boxer, I think I would go for a red robe. Then you won't see me. You get it. So, Bible is saying that this is the kind of warfare we are in. Beings without body. Amen. Hallelujah. But God has also given us weapons. So when the beings are hitting you, you should also stand and listen to what your shifo. Your shifo is God. We are shifo is God. You get it. Our teacher is God. It's the Bible. What your teacher has taught you and then you also release it. And you say you win the battle. Hallelujah. And in many things, if you want to win, you should know that our weapons, they are mighty. Sometimes they don't make sense, the weapons we use. Sometimes they don't make sense. It's like tongues. When you come and you're spreading tongues, it doesn't make sense. But it's a weapon. Mighty. Mighty. The Bible said that for no man understanded him. However, in the spirit, in the spirit, and many things happen in the spirit before they become a reality. Many things that you see now, they happen in the spirit before they become a reality. Hallelujah. And, and the weapons God has given to us, they, they make things become real for us. And we shouldn't play down on those weapons. Hallelujah. 
And today, one of such weapons that I am talking to you about, which is mighty, is the weapon of honor. Hallelujah. It's the weapon of honor. No one, you see, it doesn't look like it's a wild weapon. You know? But you see, ultimately, our weapon works by anointing. Ultimately, no matter what you do, you're the, the, the the most important weapon you need is the anointing. It is the anointing that breaks the yoke. It is the anointing that removes burdens. It is the anointing that opens the heavens. It is the anointing that does everything. Hallelujah. So when you have anointing, you have weapon. Hallelujah. A very powerful weapon. And that is why honor is very important. And if you remember, I read to you from 1 Samuel Chapter 2, verse 27. If you remember, I read to you from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 27. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus said the Lord, Did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an effort before me? And did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice and at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation? And honorest thy sons above me to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. You see, so they were doing something. The background to the story, as I told you, they were doing something. And that thing that they were doing, God saw it as dishonoring him. Because they were going wrong and Eli was supposed to correct them and he wasn't because I don't know whether he was afraid to correct them or he was thinking of what the people would say, whatever. And God says that you have dishonored me. You get it? By honoring your children above me. And God was very angry. Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now, but now, be it far, say the Lord, be it far from me. Can you imagine that it was so wild that God is changing his own words and his own promise that he made to the people just because he refused to honor him. He refused to honor him. So this shows the seriousness of honor and the seriousness of dishonoring. If you don't if you don't honor what you should honor, hallelujah. And we have got to know the various kinds of people that you should show honor to. Because it's a weapon. That's why I read to you that see, as Christians, we have weapons. And our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are different. And the way a weapon is, many times it doesn't make sense. 
naturally, to the natural mind, it doesn't make sense. That's how our weapon is. To the natural mind, it doesn't make sense at all. You get it. And that is why even as Christians, we should not want to make sense to the world. As soon as Christians begin to want to make sense to the world, we become powerless. We become powerless. You get it? Because the world cannot understand us. Recently, I was doing a marriage counseling. I was counseling a couple. And I was talking, talking, talking. I mean, these are not couples in this church. Or another church. And I was talking, talking, talking. But then the Holy Ghost made me to ask a question. So I asked the question, are you born again? This after talking for about, you know, marriage counseling, if you talk less than an hour, you haven't spoken, you haven't said anything. Because by, by one hour, the woman has not even finished the side of her story. You see? In an hour, the woman has not even finished the side of her story before even the man can come with his, with his 15 minutes. So, so, after about an hour or so, I asked, are you born again? I said, are you born again? <laughs> then they said, no. And I said, no. Because you see, they said afterwards, so they said something. I said, ah, this thing wrong. So they only asked me, ah, then I thought, you know something? It means everything that I've said and I'm going to say will not mean anything to you. And even if you, it means something to you, you can't use it. Because you need something else to help you. You get it? To activate what I'm telling you. You need something else. So I, so I told them, you know what? Go and be born again. <laughs> so I led them to Christ. I said, go and understand this born again. Gave them some scriptures to read. I said, come back. And they will start talking. You get it? Because I was wasting my time. Because many of the things will not work. Because it will not make sense. You will still not understand. So I said, go and be born again. When you get born again, then I can talk to you. Then you understand. Because the things I'm talking about, they are spiritual. They are, it's not carnal. You know, it's not carnal. Like one day I spoke to somebody about a marriage situation. And I told the person that what I'm telling you, if you go and discuss with any sensible person, he will tell your pastor, it's not matured. You tell that your pastor is not experienced to any sensible person. What I was talking about, honestly, didn't make sense naturally. You get it. But spiritually, it was mighty. It was powerful. It was saving a marriage. But she didn't listen. Exactly the opposite what I, of what I said is what she did. And today, they are divorced. Yes. It's the weapon. It doesn't make sense. Are you getting me? But it's mighty. And if we want to make sense to the world, can you imagine? I have to come and explain to you what is a spiritual thing. They have brought me a microphone to explain to you. Who are you? Are you even, even God said that for no man understandeth this except God. He just speak in a known tongue. I mean, somebody has come to you. Can you explain to us why you speak in tongues? 
I mean, even God says, God has said it too, that he that speaketh an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto man, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. How be it in the spirit, he's, he's, he's mighty, pulling down strongholds, dealing with powerful things. And he wants me to explain to him because I can't explain myself to you. Then I can't use it. Because I can't explain myself to you. So now when I see you, I can't, pre- I can't speak in tongues. So all of us are beginning to sound understanding to the world. All of us are beginning to sound understanding to the world. Are you getting me? All, underst- all of us want to, un- us to understand us. In the same vein, if you are preaching about Anna, and the power of Anna. No man understands you. Are you getting it? So somebody can come and say, hey, why are you doing this to this? Are you not doing that? You see, somebody just wants to render you powerless. It's as simple as that. Yeah. A scripture that says that so that it to be well with you. Can you imagine? So that it to be well with you. And that you live long. Can you imagine? Then somebody wants to reorganize the whole thing. So, Anna is a very powerful thing. And that is why in this Galatians 6 period, this opportunity for you to break through, I want you to go beyond yourselves and show Anna. Hallelujah. Show Anna to God by honoring the anointing. I get what I'm saying. It's a good place to put your hands together for Jesus. Show honor to God. Because it is sad that even when you are preaching about some of this, but you don't even want to be on Facebook. Because you are thinking, what will people say? It doesn't mean so you want to switch it from Facebook. Do that, do that. Why? It's, it's the same thing they did to us about tongues. And now we don't speak in tongues again. Charismatics don't speak in tongues again. What made us charismatics? The tongues, the Holy Ghost descend upon us with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now we don't speak in tongues again. There are so many people sitting here today, they are born again. Some are even shepherds. I'm sure they don't speak in tongues. Because gradually, gradually, we want to make sense. And the more we want to make sense, the more our blessings are not coming. The more we are not using our weapons. Are you getting me? So let's, let's use the weapons. And this weapon of Anna, we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be shy to talk about Anna. We should be shy to say, Anna, your prophet. Anna, the one who teaches Galatians 6. Can you put it there? He said, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Let him that is taught in the word, you see, communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Is it the Bible? Is the word of God powerful? Is the word of God sharper than any two-edged sword? Yes. So that is the word. And then look at the next verse. That is even more powerful. The next verse said, 
be not be deceived. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, you get it. So Eli them they were mocking God. They were mocking God. And God said, Look, what you have done, you have done, I've seen it. You can't mock me. What you sow is what you reap. And this is said in relation to Galatians 6 6. In relation to Galatians 6 6. That if you honor, if you honor, communicate. And, the, and in other words, as you are honoring what you are sowing, because elsewhere in the Bible, people were sowing limping goats and coughing sheep. Yes. Can you imagine a goat that is blind? As you were going for the sacrifice, then you chose a blind goat. You chose a limping goat and a coffin sheep. And so as they were, they thought they were sounds of worship. Not the sheep that have got uh, COVID. COVID infected sheep. And you have organized and said, let us go and sow them to the Lord. Do you get it? And God was so happy. He said, would you give this to your governor? God asked, would you give this to your governor? So you see how seriously God takes this thing. Very serious. So those of you who are planning with your coffin sheep and your COVID infested lamp, be careful. So what you sow is what you reap. But this is, you see, I want to know the spirituality of what we are doing. Are you getting me? The spirituality of what we are doing. So, if you go to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Proverbs 3, 9. Are you here in church? Mm, I feel the only few people are being blessed in this church. Are you sure I've been blessed by this? Are you sure I shouldn't stop this message? Okay, these people seem more blessed than this area. Okay. At the back, are you being blessed? Are you sure? Okay. Proverbs 3, 9. Proverbs 3, 9. He said, honor the Lord with thy substance. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruit of all your increase. Hallelujah. It means that something substantial. Honor him with your substance. And with the first fruit of all your increase, and that is what we call first and best. You know, sometimes we call the first and best first fruits. Do you get it? That's, that's how first and best comes in. Every month you honor the Lord. So when you are paying first and best, you are honoring the Lord. That's what it means. You are honor- so let's say if you use your first and best to buy something for your beloved, do you get it? Then the scripture will come to pass that, Wherefore do you honor your beloved more than me? <laughs> you see, is that now you have honored your beloved more than me? Say it the Lord, be it far from me. Hey. Then God decided to now talk about all the curses that comes on you if you don't honor him. He said, I said he that found the wife found the good thing. But because of what you have done, what you have found is going, hey, say it the Lord. God, you are using the honor of God 
And those of you wives who tell your husbands that hey, this church is too much. Hey, this month is going to pay the first but Why don't you buy me a new shoe? Why don't you make me a new shoe so that I can get new sneakers? Hey! Because I'm beginning to see some sneakers in the church. Some things are happening in the church. Then, your husband takes the first and best to go and buy the sneakers for you. Then God will say, Thus saith the Lord, hey, be it far from me that this husband, I shouldn't say it, isn't it? Pastor Jesus, I shouldn't say it. I shouldn't, even, I shouldn't even say it. It's not something to hear. So that's why you have to honor God. So many of you, what is happening? I'm sure some bead far from me was said some time ago when you should have honored the Lord. And you didn't honor God. Yeah. Some of you ladies, you can you should honor God by dancing in the church. Anna, we we are singing, we are singing, I don't be what more. And we are singing the Adum. I mean, and, and you know why you are not dancing? You know why you're not dancing? Some boyfriend has come to propose to you. Hey! First year student has come to tell you that I want to marry you. So you are shy. Hey. Then God will say, Thou sayest the Lord. Wherefore? Hey. Then maybe because people are dancing. And he said, Oh, it's only small boys who should dance in the church. So the small boys are there. Uh, you think you are old. You think you are old. So then you are sitting at the back. You will not dance. You will not shake. When people are standing, you will not stand. You will not shout. You will not do anything. And then God said, Wherefore? I said with long life, would I satisfy thee? I should stop. Okay, I'll stop. Hey. So many things that we do, eh, you are going for interview. Then God saw that you have been dishonoring him by coming to church late. So then, as you are going for the interview, God has marked the thing, he has put it there. He has put it there. Then you are going. Then, going. then as you are going, God said, be it far from me. Should I continue? No, 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 I, do, I won't continue. That's why you are, you are bounced. That's why you are bounced. Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So if you dishonor him, can you imagine? God can see that, eh, you can't come to church early. But you can go to embassies early. Eh. Eh. Okay. 
Now we see who, who owns this world. Who owns the earth? Who owns the earth? I get what I'm saying. So, Anna, don't let anybody stop you from... I've not even gone into my word, though. Hey. Hey. Hallelujah. Wives are not your husbands. Hey. This is the message. <laughs> okay. Husbands are not your wives. <laughs> is this also the message? <laughs> okay, sit down, sit down. So Let me read you a verse from the message translation of the Bible. And then we'll see what the Lord will do. Wonderful. Mark chapter 7, verse 9 to 13. Let's read the message translation of the Bible in Mark 7, 9 and 13. He says, he went on. Well, good for you. You get rid of God's command so you won't be inconvenienced in following the religious fashions. Moses said, respect your father and mother. In other words, honor your father and mother. Respect your father and mother. And anyone denouncing. So you see that when you are not honoring, you're also denouncing. When you're not honoring, you're also denouncing. Anyone denouncing father or mother should be killed. That's what Moses said. If you dishonor father, you dishonor your mother, you should be killed. But you whistle, you whistle out of that by saying that it's perfectly acceptable to say to father or mother, gift, what I owed you, I've given as gift to God. Thus, relieving yourself of obligation to father or mother. You scratch out God's word and scrawl a whim in its place. You do a lot of things like this. That's basic translation of the Bible. It's very straightforward in the King James Bible. Do you get it? But what that is saying is that, see, this Anna. It's not the same. So you are saying that the honor I would have given to you, I've given to God. He said, you are trying to whistle, dodge, dodge a very powerful thing. You know, like somebody said, oh, I haven't paid my tithe, but I've given to the poor. Do you get it? I have not paid my tithe, but I've given to the poor. Because your mind is when you pay your tithe, the pastor will eat it. So you want to swerve that. So you want to obey the word. And weasel your way out by giving to the poor to suit your conscience that you have actually obeyed the scripture of giving. But it's a type of giving. So don't, don't weasel yourself out of, the, of, of it. I say you do a lot of things like that. There are a lot of things you do like that. You practically try to dodge it by bringing other things into the system. But I tell you, you can't dodge it. Hallelujah. Whatever a woman soweth, she will reap it. It's only the man. Because everything a woman soweth, 
So shall he, she also reap. Amen. So, number one, what does it mean to honor your substance? Honor with your substance by presenting something the person does not need and cannot use. Can you imagine? You are confused, isn't it? Yes. Anna with your sister by presenting something the person does not need and cannot use. Does not need or cannot use. Let me read this verse so you understand. Psalm 51, 10 to 12. You understand it. Psalm 50, 10 to 12. He said that Psalm 50 verse, verse um, 10 to 12. For every beast of the forest is mine. Every beast of the forest is mine. And the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains. And the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee. For the world is mine. And the fullness thereof. Have you seen this verse? Meanwhile, God says, honor me with your substance. Meanwhile, I said, everything is mine. And if I were hungry, I would not tell you. So in other words, you must not honor because you think the person needs need a thing. Are you getting it? You must not honor because you think the person needs it. You must not honor. It's like, oh, God has laid on your heart and you think that you can, you can buy a car for your father. Yes, so my father has a car. So he doesn't need it. No, you don't, you see, you don't give because he, in this particular instance, you are not giving because the person needs it. You are giving because it's a sign of honor. It's as simple as that. Many people have given me something. As soon as I collected, I knew who I was going to give it to. <laughs> but I knew the honor I knew the honor. I mean, recently some people honored my wife with a very powerful honor. Do you get it? But the honor found itself in some, in, with somebody else. Yes. They, they were honoring her with a very powerful honor. But when she found the honor, do you get it? I think she thought it was perfume or something. So she was going to put among her perfume boxes. But somebody was with her. And the person knew the honor. The person said, can I look at this? And then the person said, oh, wow! Beautiful! So the person took the honor. <laughs> but this person, who is he? As far as she is concerned, she has been honored. And a very high honor for her in as that. That's all. So the person may not need it. And that's what people normally don't honor. If you come to, let's say, a church like our church, you get it. People usually don't honor, it's not something people usually do. You get it. Anna, because people feel that, oh, they don't need this. Oh, lighthouse, they don't need it. Oh, lighthouse, they are rich. Oh, lighthouse. So instead of bringing their tithe, they rather go and give it to somebody who they think 
easy. You have not gotten to a certain level of honor. You don't honor. Why was it? Because if I were angry, would I tell you? I will not come. The silver and the gold, they are mine. The cattle on the thousand, they are mine. But they still say, honor the Lord with your substance. Are you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying also is not that maybe because they give them something, the person, the person that doesn't do then you go and buy boxer shorts. <laughs> Extra large. <laughs> Bosses or 3XL. <laughs> I say, you're going to Anna. No. <laughs> we are going to Anna Reverend Kissy. Bosses S L like 3XL. <laughs> Are you understand what I'm saying? So you Anna. Hallelujah. Number two. Anna. <laughs> Honor with your substance by presenting something physical, substantial, and usable. Something substantial, physical, or usable. Hallelujah. If you read Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. Scriptures. Malachi chapter 1, 6 to 8. It says, a son honored his father. And a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? Are you getting it? So every father expects the honor. And in the UD, we have a father. And if we have a father, where is his honor? Why do you call him our father? Are you getting what I'm saying? Where is his honor? If I then be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? So masters are feared, fathers are honored. Masters are feared, fathers are honored. Say the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? Wherein have we despised thy name? Verse 7. He said, you offer polluted bread upon my altar. Hey, you know polluted bread, the offering you don't like, the money will not use. That's polluted bread. Your change. You offer polluted bread upon my honor, and you say, wherein have, I, have we polluted? Then they ask, you're asking God again. <laughs> wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say, the table of the Lord is contemptible. Let's go on. If, and if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? Grace, is it not evil? If you offer the blind, and if you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Then he said, offer it now unto thy governor. Go and give it to your governor. Will he be pleased with you or accept thy person, say the Lord of hosts? Yes. So you have, to, you have to honor the Lord with something that, can, that is substantial, that is usable, and that is what? Physical. Honor. Hallelujah. And it's mighty. It's mighty. I told you my mother used to honor a certain man of God. 
My mother used to honor a certain man of God. And I wasn't born again then. And I don't understand why my mother would do that to that man of God. So one day there was Christmas. And my mother sent me to go and buy those days. You know this new shirt that has come with a pin. You know, we put down the tie and there's some pin here and chain. Yeah, then. So he went to go. I bought one blue stripe, stripe blue. I bought it. And he made me buy a brown shoe. And others said, go and give it to him. He sent me to go and give it to the man. Fortunately for me, the man was short. Everything was like my size. So instead of going to give it to the man, I told my auntie, pa. He used to call my, used to call my mother auntie. Auntie, pa, you have nine boys. Christmas is coming. You haven't bought anything for us. I should go and give this to this pastor. So I told her, I, I, I don't know whether I even returned the, this thing, but I did, the thing never went to the pastor. It never went to the pastor. Not at all. I took the thing myself. And I remember those days when the man of God comes home. And my father also consenting to our behavior. We'll be so bored. She, she will come on Wednesdays. And those of you who were born some time ago, they used to, call, they used to play some big league soccer on Wednesdays. Those days that we, we didn't have DSTV, we didn't have big league soccer. It's the only opportunity to watch this um, English football. Those days were the days of John Barnes and all Ian Rush and all those guys. Do you remember them? John Bass, Ian Rush. Mohamed <laughs> Polo. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days. And the person will only come at the time that we are going to watch Big League Soccer. Then we and our father will make a loot out. Say, no, 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 no. My mother should take him and go and sit somewhere. And my mother too said she will not go. So we should all come and sit down. I'll be sitting down. The man will be praying. <laughs> and when he finishes, then she will give the man food to eat. Ah! And we didn't understand. But many years later, we, decide, we began to reap that spirituality. That thing that my mother was doing began to reap. To the extent that everybody could connect that thing. There are some testimonies I can't say connect it to that thing. That as he was, she was honoring the man of God, she was sowing seed. But we didn't understand. But she was using a mighty weapon. And she didn't have to explain to us. Amen. So, because of time. Anna was substance by following what was done for Mordecai. Just, we will be ending here. But Galatians 6, 6, next week, Sunday, last Sunday of the year, first Sunday in November, let's gather our substance. God has blessed the united denominations, which started from a classroom, a school of hygiene, through a canteen, and then to a dilapidated cinema hall with baller all around to become 
a very big family all over the world, God used a father, a teacher, a man to do this. Hallelujah. God used a father, a teacher, and a man to do this. And we want to say, Lord, we want to honor the anointing. Because Nicodemus, who was an sit down, you can take your seat. Nicodemus, who was an unbeliever, could say that no man can do this except God. He, he recognized that there was something upon the man. And we, we are also recognizing that thing. And the Bible says it is the anointing that breaks the yoke. Jesus could do mighty works. Do you get it? This morning, I have been able to preach the way I have been preached. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because of the way they showed Anna. I'm telling you. Because of the way they showed Anna. I was touched. I was moved. I was touched. I was moved. And suddenly, I felt like preaching. Yeah. Suddenly, I felt like preaching. And, and I understood. Oh, the people here, they are still not understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you use it, I use it out. And I understood the scripture that a prophet is without honor except in his own. See, when you are honored, you feel like anointing. It's as simple as that. When you are honored, you feel like anointing. Yeah, take your seat, please. So I, I just felt, I just felt, anointing just came. It's as simple as that. Anointing just came. But if I tell you what I heard last night and I'm preaching here, you will fall off your seat. Yes. Couldn't you say this is our shortest worship we had today? You will fall off your seat. Because I was so in the mood even to preach. But as soon as they did that, I just decided to preach. Decided to preach. Do you see? When a goat is sweating, you don't see it. Though. When a goat is sweating, you don't see it. You only see the skin of the, the skin that is smooth. But underneath, you don't know what the goat has had. But the goat. So if you get somebody to make the goat preach, that's not this goat, but <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Oh man. When I saw it, when I saw it, I said, oh, me too. They love me. Oh, ow. I say, oh, may someone oh you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. So, look at the honor of Mordecai. <laughs> Esther 6, 1 to 10. We'll just finish with it. Or before that, let's, let's skip. And go to honor with something by doing something expensive for the person you want to honor. Honor with something by doing something expensive. And this, we want to honor the anointing by doing something expensive. Hallelujah. We have, that, we have demonstrated the blessings of honor. Do you remember the blessings of honor? When Jesus, if he went to the house of Mary, Lazarus was dead for four days. But they, they got the blessing of honoring Jesus. 
Do you get it? They got the blessing of honoring Jesus. To honor. And this Galatians 6 is Sunday. You know, next week I'll tell you what Mordecai honoring actually means. But I want to tell you that let's, let's break our alabaster box of ointment. Let us break it. Let us break it. Let us break it at the feet of the anointing. And the anointed. And say, look, we honor you. For the anointing that is upon your life. And we are provoking that anointing to work for us. Hallelujah. We are provoking the anointing that it will work for us as well. In any way that we need anointing. Many of us need anointing in so many ways. Things will become tough. But when you are anointed, God will see you through. Hallelujah. Things are not going to be any easier from any time going. In the last days, there's nothing like things will change. Hallelujah. It was just yesterday. The city was a baby. But so soon, he's become an, a teenager. Before we know, he's become an adult. Before we know. So you see, your trust should be in the Lord. Your trust should be in the Lord. And we put your trust in and trust him that the anointing will work. No matter what happens, you will hear the words that our forefathers heard. That don't go out of the land. Stay in the land. Stay in the land and sow and you will prosper. We will hear just as our fathers heard. Stay and prosper. Because in the years of in the days of famine, Isaac sowed. And in that, in that same year, in that same year, in that same year, he reaped. In that same year. In that same place that they toiled all night and they caught nothing. And they had come out of their boat and were washing their net. In that same place, when the anointed entered, they went back there and they caught so much. So much that they didn't know what to do with it. In that same place, when the anointing came, they caught so much. All night, they caught nothing. The same place, they didn't change. And this same Ghana, this same Abe, this same Dowenya, this same your address, your address that you are saying, this same address, you are going to catch so much. So much. Look, when Jesus was asking, give me your boat, like he said, the silver and the gold is mine. I mean, what is a boat for Jesus? But he asked so that he would bless them. He asked so that they would bless them. That same place. So this time, I want you to believe in the spirituality of giving to provoke the anointing. And let's honor this man that God has given to us. Hallelujah. Especially in this time that the devil has lifted up his heels against him. Especially. This is the time that sons stand with father and say, Father, we see all that the world is doing against you. But we, your children, we are with you. We honor you. We know, we know. We even know that all this is will come because of the work you are doing. Because of, can you imagine this, if this our father, a medical doctor, has all, and 
a medical doctor and a Swiss. A Swiss had decided to go to Switzerland and specialize. Yesterday, someone was telling me that he is specializing in some aspect of the lungs. Some small aspect of the lungs. Can you imagine? That's why he wants to be a professor in that thing. Small, and if he has gone to do that, he'll be, he'll, be, he'll be flying from here to here anytime they have anything. With, and But he decided to stay. The day he made the announcement that I'm not going anywhere, most of his mates had traveled. They were going to elsewhere. They become specialists today. If he had not decided to do this work and obey God, who would even have been saying all these things about him? So it's even for our sake that such things have been said about him. Yes. Today, that, that's what fathers are. That's our fathers are. Today, Look at the car drive. But I remember when Archbishop Duncan Williams drove a Benz. The whole Ghana was against him. You remember? The, the V-boot. Today, even me, I'm driving a car. Archbishop, you see, fathers, they take bullets for us. Fathers take bullets. The bullets that the fathers are taking is because of us. Because they decided to stand for us and chart a course for us. So even the more the fire is coming, the more people are saying things about your father, the more real and true sons, son they say, we know that this thing is coming because you have decided to father us. We know that it's because you have decided to father us. But some of you, if you are not a true son, you rather say, hey, if, uh, you, why are people leaving you like that? Can you imagine why are you cry? Why are people leaving you like that? You cry. Why are people talking about you like that? You, this is an error. It's like a guy, a lady, whose mother got bent. And one day she was walking on the campus with her mates. And the mother was visiting her. Because the mother was bent and was looking a bit ugly, she denied the mother. So she's not my mother. And the mother said, you, it is because of you that I'm burned. Because when the, when the house was burning, I went out. But because of you, I had to come in to rescue you. And that is why I got burned. That's why people, are, people see me and they're running. You too, you are running away from me. Some of you are married. If this man has pursued his medical career, you will not have even seen the man you are married to today. Your path will never have crossed. Never have crossed. By now, you are an unbeliever somewhere. This morning, you have slept with some man with a load of things in you, animals in you. A load of it in you. But you are here. Even if you have an opportunity to say, be merciful unto me. Sons and true children, sons and daughters. They, 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 they don't go looking. They don't go looking. So, is it true? What we have heard, is it true? Hey, hey, hey. No. They said, even if it is true, it's because of us. Because of us that our father is being vilified and doing all this. We shall stand and honor him. That's what sons and daughters do. That's what sons and daughters do. Yeah. That's what sons, sons and daughters are not. Is it true? Is it that? Is it? No. You were burning. She could have saved herself. But she said, no. Let me go in and save her. 
God that she got bent. And today, you are denying her because she got bent for you. He took a decision for you. No, it must, it must not be so. Hallelujah. So we are breaking the alabaster box. We are saying we honor the anointing. No man can do this to start something from a classroom to go to over 90, 90 something nations of this world with buildings, with souls, national people of different nationalities becoming born again. You have no idea. People are getting born again, getting born again, getting born again, getting born again, getting born again. One of the testimonies I had recently, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the testimony. If I can't even say it, no, it's some way. It's some way. I mean, the members who were born again, they were attending a certain competition. And the competition said, the biggest something of this world, of the country. I don't want to mention that biggest something. That's the competition they were attending. And now they are born again. And they are sharing their testimonies. Yes. Because this man decided to build a cathedral in that country. Build a cathedral in that country. And then the devil is pursuing. You can't see say that no. It is you see the, the, the attack is actually because of the anointing. Yeah. And that anointing is for you to use. So we are going to break the box. Hallelujah. I hear last week you were giving envelopes. How many of you received your take your seats. We are going to close right now. How many of you received your Galatians 6 envelopes? Some of you can use straight to an account. That will be given or whatever. But this envelope just to remind you to put a substance. And some of this envelope is too small. Unless it's a check, you may have to get a, a paper bag and use solid tape to put the envelope on it like that. Because you, you know that this envelope will be too small for what the Lord will put on your heart to honor. And you are not honoring me, you are honoring the Father, our Father. And our Father is Bishop Daggy Ward Mills. I'm not talking about me. Our Father is Bishop Daggy Ward Mills. In case you don't know him, that's it. That's our father. Yes. Maybe if it was me, yes, you could collect even half of this and it would be okay. Do you get it? But we are honoring this man of God. The God has anointed him for us. Amen. So if you're here, not here last week and today you are here, you want to collect your envelope for last Sunday of the month or first Sunday of November, come for my honor your prophet envelope. God bless you. Come from an honor your prophet envelope. God bless you. Yeah. So tap into this. Tap into this. Tap into many healings that are taking place at the crusades. Tap into it. Yeah. Young men, this thing I said, 30, 35 should be living in your own house. So all of you should begin buying lands. Just the money you are using to spend by heart. You, you haven't reached anywhere. Even Coco, you send a, a dispatch rider to bring to you at home. Coco, Coco, there you go. A dispatch rider to bring Coco to you at home. Ah! It doesn't matter, but you build your house first. Buy your land and build it. Later, let them bring the Coco with dispatch rider. Uh, but buy the land. Are you buying the land? Yeah. But very soon, I'm going to set a team to ask every young man 
at a certain age, whether you have a land, if you don't have a land, you are not bought a land, will not be happy with you. And if you don't know how, if you don't know how, that's why you have to come for this envelope. If you don't know how, that's why you have to come for this envelope. Yeah. That's anointing. Even small letter of application, you can't write. Look at the books. He has written. God bless you. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Father, even before we bring for just the thought of it to honor the vessel that you are giving to us, bless your children. Bless your children. Especially young men and young women in this church to build their own houses, live in their own houses in the name of the Lord Jesus. Build companies out of what we are doing. Build marriages out of what we are doing. Solve situations out of this month's anointing. And Lord, show yourself strong on the behalf of your people. For what you are doing is mighty. This weapon is mighty. This weapon is powerful through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We shall break the alabaster box and we know that by the anointing we shall be rewarded in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every hand down, every eye closed. Every hand down, every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, I came to church today on my own or someone brought me to church but deep, deep down in my heart, Pastor, I'm not born again. Pastor, I am not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. And I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray for me to give my life to Jesus. I want you to pray for me to be born again. So that when I die, Pastor, I'll go to heaven. Every eye closed. You are not sure. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want God to forgive me of my sins. I want to honor God with my life. Pray for me. Maybe you came on your own or someone brought, someone brought you, but lift up your hand wherever you are. If you want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus, God bless you. Just close your hands and keep your hands up. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up high wherever you are. I can see all these hands. God bless you. Lift it up high. Especially if you brought them, then you have to look at them and come with them as your hands are up. But lift up, keep your hands up. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hands. Now if your hand is up, if your hand is up, wherever you are, bow down your heads. Let the whole church join. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is the son of God. Is the son of God. He came to die for my sins. He came to die for my sins. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. That Jesus. That Jesus. Is Lord. Is Lord. And from today. And from today. From this moment. From this moment. I accept this Jesus. I accept Jesus. Into my heart. Into my heart. As my Lord. As my Lord. And personal Savior. And personal Savior. Forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Wash me. Wash me with your blood. With your blood. And I thank you. And I thank you. That just as I am. That just as I am. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. You are mine. In Jesus' name. In 
Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984 To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044 You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam DHMM Also at Royalty House International HQ page you can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.